1: Wrapping up hour number one here on Hurtout Sports Radio. I'm Ravi Lula. Andrew Rogers here with me. I'm here. We're Last I checked, we're on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. I know we've already been at work for over an hour, but I know some of you just getting going. You need a little pick-me-up. Go check out The Beanery. They've got mm-hmm. four Omaha area locations, Gretna Papillion, Ashland, and their newest spot over on 168th and Giles. They've roast their own coffee, locally owned and operated. If you're, if you're a hot coffee guy, iced coffee, frozen specialty drinks, they've got you covered. Or if you need to get a little snacky, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, even gluten-free and vegan options as well. The Beanery Serving People Coffee. Uh, wanted to get to some of the local uh, news in college football here. Uh, it's been confirmed a couple times yesterday that Kyle McCord will be in Lincoln on a visit with Julian Fleming, both of the uh, Ohio State, former Ohio State Buckeyes, former five stars, um, which I know lots of Nebraska fans are getting all tingly about, some former five stars on campus. Um, That is a pretty major development Mm -hmm. for Nebraska, not just the former five stars, but being – you know, getting one of the top transfer portal quarterbacks on a visit and seemingly being in the driver's seat for Kyle McCord is a pretty major um, development. Yeah, it's a pretty major development for Nebraska. It When this sort of transfer portal season started, I'm not sure many of us expected to be in on – any of those top guys outside of Will Howard, because there was a little connection, there were rumors that you know Adrian Martinez was maybe giving a little bit of love to Nebraska and and trying to talk to will Howard into, into coming to Nebraska. But as far as I know, n- not really any connections with Kyle McCord other than they went out, identified him as a guy that they think can can help him out and might even get a package deal with him and a wide receiver. That would be enormous from Nebraska from what i hear from what I hear, they were in town yesterday, and their official visit starts today.
0: Well, so, Ravi, you, you mentioned something there about not being involved with those big guys, and I think what you mean by that is because of where Nebraska is today as a program, those big-name guys wouldn't want to transfer to Nebraska because they aren't set up to be competitive um, in terms of a college football playoff run next season. Now, could something magical take place this offseason and, you know, the young guys get caught up to speed earlier rather than later, and you could see that because of how strong the defense is and and should be built? Yes, of course. But that's kind of the worry that you think about with these big-name guys of they're not going to want to play at Nebraska Mm -hmm. because Nebraska just isn't there yet. But what I thought this staff did a tremendous job of, was pushing that noise aside and just saying, no, I'm gonna go recruit you because I can offer the same as these other schools if not more yeah. than these other schools, to financially set you up, sure, and to get you exactly what you're looking for. You're looking to play competitive football in the best, one of the best conferences out there, and what it's forming into is yeah. becoming uh, second to none, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's it's SEC football in the Big Ten, and then it's everybody else, yeah, it's the Big Two, and then everybody else. So if you're playing football in one of those, and Nebraska is a part of that. Mm-hmm. That can appeal to anybody. And so that's why you have to insert yourself into the top four portal quarterback conversations, regardless of what could happen, what could shake out. If Cam Ward ends up at Michigan, just say, who cares? You tried, you pushed, you put your foot on the gas with Cam Ward and you tried to get there, but you're not leaving anything to chance at all because you are touching your touching ground in the Kyle McCord camp, you're touching ground in the Cam Ward camp, the Will Howard camp, etc. You are covering your ground and that's all you can ask of this staff right now.
1: Well and I think you know you bring up an interesting point and I think it's something that fans talk about a lot with oh well would he really want to come to Nebraska or would he really want to go to x place because they're not in a place where they're going to be ready to win a championship or whatever right and I th- that's fair, because that is what some guys are super hyper-focused on. I don't think Nebraska is a place you look at and say, oh, they can't win eight, nine games next year. If they have the right quarterback, they get their offense together, right? Like, that's not crazy. That's not out of the, the question, I don't think. What What the reality of the situation is, and I don't know that we really give credence to this as much as we should, if you're not going to just a handful of programs – Chances are, you're not winning a national championship right now, right? And those programs kind of shift and change a little bit over the years. But if you're not going to one of, I mean, I'll call it ten programs tops, the chances
0: of you winning a national championship are almost non-existent. I would probably. Sh- uh, it's
1: probably smaller. Than yeah,
0: that. take a take a number smaller. Probably like top five programs.
1: Yeah, I, and I'm being a little generous here, right? But let's let's call it 10 for the sake of, of – of Because cap. of this season you have Washington and Texas. Yeah, because this year was a little weirder, right? Florida State was in the hunt, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously they didn't make it, but they were in the hunt. You know, Texas was in the hunt. They hadn't been in years past. Oregon was in the hunt until late. They hadn't been in years past. Um, this is – you know, usually Notre Dame is in that conversation. They had a little bit of a couple down years since Kelly left. But you can go to almost every other program in the country – And deep down, you probably know, yeah, I'm I'm probably not winning a national title. That doesn't mean you can't win at a super high level. That doesn't mean you can't accomplish your goals in terms of putting on really good tape for the NFL, setting yourself up financially for the future with NIL. Like, there's a lot of other things you can accomplish and still win at a really high level. And I don't, you know, we talked about loser mentality earlier this morning. I don't think it's a loser mentality to be realistic about a situation and say hey you know unless i go to georgia alabama one of these schools the chances of actually winning a national title probably aren't that good we're still going to try and win at the highest level and if things break our way like yeah maybe we can get into that 12 team playoff because it's more accessible now than ever but i think if you're being realistic like cam Moore didn't go to washington state thinking he could win a national title like let's be real that's not a thing that was happening right Will Howard He was tra- he was transferring from a, he from was a transfer- small, from FCS from to a FBS program, because he was trying to he was trying to play power five football. And good for him, his next transfer, he might have a chance to win a national championship, right? right? Whether he goes to Michigan or Florida State or wherever else. But like Kyle McCord started at Ohio State because right. he wanted
0: to win a national championship.
1: He wanted to win a national championship and now he's kind of getting pushed out because they like the guys behind him a little bit better. And so is he like, Okay, am I gonna go to a Washington or somewhere like that where you know, does Washington have a chance to win a national title after Michael Penix is gone? I don't know. Maybe. Depends on who they bring in. Which depends is on who they Will bring Rogers,
0: in. Right? He, uh, no, Will
1: Rogers, right? No, Will Rogers going to. Oh yeah, it is Will Rogers. Sorry, yeah, I was confusing Blake Shapin to going mm-hmm. to Mississippi State with Will Rogers leaving right. Mississippi State. <laughs> the portal gets <laughs> yeah, a little.
0: It's a little crazy sometimes. Yeah, a little twilight
1: zoney sometimes for me. But is you know you're losing Adunze at wide receiver. You'll lose Penix. Like you're losing a bunch of guys. If Washington's in
0: the playoff next year. I'd be pretty surprised. Well, and who's, well, if they're in the top four, if they're in the top twelve, I won't be surprised. But and who's to say you can't be Mizzou at Nebraska? Sure, Missouri has Brady Cook, and they have Luther Burden, mm-hmm. and then they have a really good running back in Trader, but he was a walk-on yeah. and just became a really good running back. He's just a workhorse. He's he he reminds me a lot of um, I'm gonna take a Nebraska tie here, but in the NFL he reminds me a lot of like a Rex Burkhead. Like somebody that sure. is just a, an absolute downhill runner. Um, and so why can't you be that? Like that's, that's I think where Nebraska could strive next year by getting a guy like Kyle McCord and Julian Fleming in the room. Here's some guys that, or here's
1: some teams that were 9-3 and three last year. Arizona. That's not a scary team. They're good. They were well coached. They got better throughout the year. Arizona played in a really good Pac-12. Hey,
0: like a really good Pac-12. Good teams win. Yeah. Great teams cover. And that's Arizona. <laughs>
1: Arizona was a great team. But they go 9-3. and three. You're telling me with the with, – I mean, you've got a lot of guys coming back on defense. I think the defense is going to be maybe even better next year because you've got young guys on the defensive line maturing – and getting another year in the system, you can't tell me that Prince Will and Cam Lenhart aren't going to be better next year mm-hmm. as sophomores instead of true freshmen. You've got I've, I've, I've heard that Gifford is coming back. I don't know if it's been officially announced yet, but if you've got Gifford back in that kind of nickel in spot, that rover role, in that rover spot, yeah, that's a huge piece for them. And you've got a bunch of guys that you like and a bunch of guys in the second year of this defense. You could convince me that the defense could be better next year. So if the offense is even functional, you're telling me they can't get to nine wins? I mean, it's a tough schedule. It,
0: like, the first seven games are, are very manageable wins. Very manageable. But, but the bottom five, they to get two out of five from U- UCLA, USC, uh, Ohio State, and then you have Wisconsin and Iowa, yeah. it's still possible to get two
1: wins in that group. Wisconsin and Iowa are going to be about the same level as Nebraska. They pretty much always are, right? From talent-wise, we saw it this year. Those games go down to the wire. Those are on the table for sure. I'm not 100% sure what USC and UCLA look like, look like next year. I just – I really don't know. You're going to be losing Caleb Williams at USC. UCLA's was kind of down this year in a And bit they're of replacing a transition. Dante Moore. Replacing Dante Moore so they don't have this five-star that they thought they had coming back next year. You're, you're in a situation that's a little bit tricky for both of those teams. And by the end of the year, those teams might be a little beat up in the Big Ten first-year go-around, right? Like, so – Yes, that's a challenging end of the schedule. I don't know that it's going to be as daunting as it looks on paper. Maybe it will be. It might be worse, right? If Wisconsin comes back up, it might be a little bit worse than it is on paper right now. But I think there's a chance that, it's, that there's two wins in that five pretty reasonably, maybe even three. But my point is Arizona, Louisville, NC State, Oregon State, who we raved about, Oklahoma State. you tell me Nebraska can't be in that range of teams next year with a real quarterback and a functional offense? You can't convince me they're not, and that's that puts you basically somewhere between 14 and 18 nationally. Nebraska would take that, and all of a sudden, next year, you're knocking on the door. At 14, you're knocking on the door of the playoff next year. That's a place that Nebraska could be if this goes their way. Uh, coming up next, we've got Sam McEwen from the Omaha World-Herald.